Blog Talk Radio. So right there.
with your life goals. Um, how many of you have goals that you are not really accomplishing today? Something's happened, and you don't know why you can't get your goals to to work for you. Well, a lot of it has to do with not being motivated or maybe just not knowing exactly what you want from life. So one of the issues that you have to do is think about what is your vision? What are you trying to accomplish? And where do you see your life going in the next month, few months, years, or beyond that? So one of the things that is important is to stay focused on what is important to you. So when you make a list of your goals, it's really important that you write down your goals. Um, do any of you really do that? A lot of times um, we don't actually write down our goals. So a lot of times one of the experts say, even Tony Robbins, if you've heard of him before, I'm sure you have, he says write your goals down. And um, if you don't see them, you won't know you have them. So it's out of sight, out of mind. So make sure you write down your goals and make sure you even have weekly goals a lot of times or even daily goals. Maybe uh, you need that constant motivation to get you started in the right direction. Um, have you had an interest in possibly losing weight, 5, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 50 pounds, but knew that it was such a struggle to do so that you almost said, you know what, I'm not going to do this, and you kind of gave up on it, gave up on the idea. Um, a lot of times if you think about the struggle, you end up trying to uh, put it off and procrastinate. So one of the major difficulties with goal setting is procrastination, and a lot of us can do that from time to time. Um, just wanted to let our listeners know that you can reach me here today at this phone number, 516-418-5979. That's, again, 516-418-5979. You can feel free to chat with me here on the broadcast and or ask questions to me if you have any any interest uh, in asking me any questions that you may have about today's program or previous programs. So last week we, um, we talked about mental health and uh, addictions, and I wanted to let everyone know about a TED Talk. On TEDTalk.com there is a uh, uh, talk that was done about addictions that was very similar to my broadcast last week. Um, there's a gentleman by the name of... Um, Johan Jari, um, he uh, he has an excellent pot, um, an excellent TED talk about addictions and how um, you need to be connected. Uh, and one of the things that people don't do is become more connected with other people when they're addicted. They pretty much kind of um, avoid them for various reasons. But um, one of the things that he talks about in that in that uh, TED cast, I'm sorry, TEDTalk.com is being able to do that, being able to connect with people a little bit more when they have an addiction. Um, definitely check that out on TEDTalk.com. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to express with all of you is, have you thought of, when you're looking at your goals, have you decided that the goals that you have are not, are not coming to fruition, they're not happening for you? What is happening to you when you're not being able to make those goals happen? And Quite frankly, the issue is, like we said before, is procrastination. So how many of you out there have difficulty with getting rid of your procrastination? One thought, what I've learned is you have to kind of stay focused and disciplined 
every single day to try to see what it is that you're trying to accomplish, whatever it may be. And as you're going through the process, you pretty much go through a lot of uh, difficulties. Um, like we said, motivation is, is a strong is a strong problem there. Um, many people, when they try to lose weight, the, uh, the first week or two that they've only lost two pounds. And in that process, the two pounds actually means a lot more than people think it means. Um, it is a start of a process that's new. And one of the things you have to recognize is that if you look at a habit, whenever you're trying to change a new habit, it takes 21 days to do so. So when you're in a, a, a particular change of behavior for 21 days straight, you are trying to incorporate in your mind of this particular behavior on a consistent level. And as consistently as you go forward, those 21 days will bring you towards a lifestyle change, which is 90 days. So if you've seen um, either businesses or other types of programs out there that talk about a 90-day program, four-day program, a 24-day program, or even a program that I was on, a 24-day challenge, which is excellent. I lost 15, almost 15 pounds on that program. Um, it started you in the right position nutritionally to get started, and it showed you what would be like to have a healthier lifestyle once you knew what kind of nutritional supplements you would need and other types of products. But also with any, anything, if you do it for 90 days, it becomes a learned behavior, and then you start to embrace the change, and then it becomes a part of your life. So that becomes the 90-day plan. So if you've seen most people, if you've been in treatment of some sort, they may say 90 days, let's see how you're doing in 90 days. It's because they want to see how well you have been committed to the process. So one of the things we definitely have to do is stay committed to the process. A lot of times people are not committed to the process, and therefore um, that is the issue. We need to be as committed as we can to the process and do it as an ongoing basis and consistently. Um, the other issue is when you're looking at um, becoming a leader, if you're in the leader of a community, you, uh, you have certain goals you want to do. You want to improve the quality of services that you provide, either in your business or in your store, whatever you may have uh, as a business or even in your life. You want to improve your relationships. You need to focus on that idea of how do I lead others and how do I lead myself in the action. So you have to become your own leader, and the leader ha and within you has to come out. Because uh, the other issue is um, inspiration. Where do you get your inspiration from? So when you're looking at your goals, where is that desire to accomplish something come from? Where are you getting it from? What's your why and what's your purpose for doing what you're doing? So if you don't have that what they call intrinsic and ex extrinsic values positioned in your mind and having a strong mindset, then you won't be able to accomplish some of your goals. But the more you understand what drives you forward, what's your driven purpose to get something done, and you understand the quality of that purpose and why you're doing it, you then become more committed to it. So one of the things I tell people in my position where I am in helping people with mental health and substance abuse problems is they for a reason. If they don't, they won't be able to accomplish it because of their lack of reasoning to do it. So you must have that strong need that I must do this to get X, Y, and Z. So you need to position yourself and write down, if you were to do this,
how would your life change and how would it transpire to a better situation? So it's really important that you think about that. Okay. Um, I want to switch gears right now. I want to talk to you about somebody who's really, really important, who is a part of my, uh, the company that I belong to. Um, he's on our medical and scientific board. His name is Dr. Stanley Sudrick, and um, he is uh, responsible for helping to save millions of lives, uh, about 10 million. Uh, he has his uh, background in cardiac surgery, um, but he became known as the pioneer of nutrition, and uh, the type of nutrition was total parenteral uh, nutrition. And uh, his, um, his work uh, has helped so many people um, who came out of surgery, um, who were malnourished, and he was able to find this process to be helpful in that. And like I said, he's helped so many people. Um, he has um, an extraordinary background, and he is a professor of many different colleges, uh, the Commonwealth University, uh, Yale, various facilities. Um, and one of the things that he helps do is he helps create the products that I use on the 24-day challenge. Um, you know, some of the studies have shown that the Centers for Disease Control has said that at least one-third or 78 million American adults are obese in this country. So the, our problems with obesity has been there for many, many years, and it's one of those things that we need to take full um, interest in this area because um, it, is, it is becoming uh, an epidemic in our country. Uh, at least it appears to be at this time. Besides heart surgery required sometimes in these situations, um, most people die of disease, cancer, um, but obesity, um, you know, many people you see around the United States are getting different surgeries because they're having a tough time. You know, um, losing weight is very, very difficult. And to having that psychology of knowing what to do when you're in that situation, it's very uh, frustrating. So a lot of people are trying to find different ways to become healthy, and it's important that we follow through on that uh, on a daily basis. Um, so like I said in the beginning, um, you know, if, you doesn't, if something doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. So think about what challenges you today as you go through uh, your everyday life. Vibrant, excited about making these changes, and if you're not excited about making changes, then your motivation will be low. So give yourself a fighting chance, just like the beginning of the show today, the song by Unspoken, the group. Um, they, saw, they sang the song today, Good Fight. If you listen to those lyrics in the beginning of my show, that's the theme that you want to think about. You know, when obstacles face you, what are you going to do? Are you going to fight the good fight? And are you going to do something that matters to you? That's really what you want to do. You want to focus on what matters to you and be consistent with that. It's really, really important. Um, so, the other issues that arise when we're thinking about goal setting is, is it a time-limited situation? How much time do I have to actually do this situation? Can I, can I afford to take six months from now to accomplish this goal? Many times you think about going back to school and you say to yourself, oh, do I have four years to do this? Do I have the financial means to do this? And uh, is it really important that I do this? 
So a lot of times it's really important that you, you follow that course of action. Do I have the resources to manage the situation or not? Okay. How many of you have made a decision to embark on a journey of change and then just said, you know what, I'm not doing it anymore? Where does that come from? That comes from our problems with instant gratification. Many of us want to have something happen to us like yesterday. Um, but as you know, we have to be resilient. we got to fight with ourselves. So you are your worst enemy. You get in the way of you getting success. I can tell you that's happened to me. I'm, I started a business, and there's been a lot of ups and downs. Because um, I don't understand anything about business. I've never had business as a So when I went into the business right now of helping people with nutrition, um, I don't know how this process works, so I'm learning. So I'm learning through mentors. And basically you have to be coachable. You have to be able to listen to other people and see what other people uh, can tell you. So once you are willing to learn and willing to listen to other people who are experts in that field, then you'll start to manage yourself in a way that, you will be successful. So right now I've been successful. One of my goals was to be able to set up a program such as this, what I'm doing with all of you today. So my journey is to try to impact people's lives through my background, through my experiences, and things that I've learned from other people. And like I said, I've learned a lot from many, many thousands of people that I've helped over the 20-year period that I've been doing my, my career of helping people with mental health and substance abuse. Um, now I'm helping people with nutritional um, needs and wellness needs. I'm learning how that industry works. So my willingness to learn and my uncanny ability not to quit, I could easily throw the towel and say, you know what, I can't do this, but I'm not doing that. And it's really important that you say that to yourself in any journey that you take place. Just because it's difficult and it's hard to, you know, recognize what is necessary to be successful in business or successful in life, um, the minute you stop, that's when you become a failure, not because you couldn't get the things right the first time, but your inability to, uh, to continue. So the idea here is to continue forward and never letting up. So hopefully those of you out there, hopefully you're hearing this, some of you that may have a struggle with certain things in your life, never give up. As long as you're breathing, there is time, okay? There's always time. I don't care if you're 75, 85, 95, or 100. You have, I've seen 100-year-old people do some miraculous healthy things, push-ups, sit-ups, whatever. I mean, Jack Elaine, what was he, 80, 90, by the time he was still doing some other calisthenic-type uh, exercises. It doesn't make a difference how old you are, and as long as you have the mindset that this is what you want to do, it's very proven that if your brain says, I want to do this right now, you'll do it right now. There's nothing stopping you. So if you have a strong desire to help people, if you have a strong desire to be successful in life, if you have a strong desire to improve yourself, if you have problems with anger, if you have problems with relationships and you want to make those better because it means a lot to you and you take the time and effort and you understand what resources are going to be necessary to help you with that situation, then you will be able, trust me, you will be able to accomplish that situation. It's so important. Where's the rock? Um, you have to have a rock. Who's your rock? Who do you have in your life? If you were to take a piece of rock, I want everybody to think about that that's listening right now. Grab a piece of rock. Get a rock. 
from your from your neighborhood, somewhere that you find a piece of rock. I want you to hold on to that and ask yourself, who represents that rock to you? Who's the person that is so strong like that rock that can help you when you can't help yourself get through that tough moment, that tough goal, that tough situation? Who is your rock that can help you to where you want to go? I could tell you mine was my parents, and now it's my wife as well. My wife, Lisa, is my rock. She helps me in many different ways when I was, had different issues. When I lost my mom, when I had struggles in other different parts of my life, she's been there. So who's the person in your life, like me, who can help you get to the next level, push you forward? You know, do you have friends? Do you have family and relatives? Do you have coworkers? Do you have supervisors? Who do you have in your life? that can make a difference for where you were, get you going in the right direction. That's really, really important. Okay, so just keep that in mind, folks. Keep that in mind about that goal-setting situation. Remember, it's strong mindset. Have a vision. Understand your why and your purpose. Why am I doing what I'm doing? If it's not internalized by you, it's not going to happen. Let me say that one more time. If it's not internalized or intrinsic, if it's, if it doesn't, if you don't have it inside of you and you believe in that strongly, 100%, 150%, you really need to push that in your mind. That if you only get your power from external sources, sometimes you need to ask yourself, why am I not internalizing my motivation about what things I want to do? If I worry about someone else telling me this is what I need to do, then that's extrinsic. That's the external factor. You need to internalize that. So think about those things. Um, and everything I'm talking about, of course, takes time. And But once you first do it, you know, do a vision board, right? Take a big piece of paper and take and cut out pictures of things that you want to accomplish. Let's say you want a certain lifestyle. Take pictures that represent that lifestyle and put it as a collage in your paper. This is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. If you ever wanted to go to India or Africa, get a picture of Africa and put it on a piece of paper and say, this is where I want to go in five years, and put five years on that picture. Um, you know, you want to, you know, um, go back to school and get your degree. Let's say you want to be a Ph.D. in seven years. You put that down on a piece of paper and say, Ph.D., seven years, I want to be a Ph.D., or I want to um, open up uh, a daycare center. Put that in there. Put something that says daycare center. I want to do that in four years, whatever it is. You put that down. You start looking at it every day. You say, wow, this is why I get up every day, and this is why I want to push forward because this is what I want to do. I want to make a difference in kids' lives so that care, when their parents come back from work and pick them up, and maybe I can educate them. If that's something that you're interested in doing, do it. If you're interested in becoming, I don't know, let's say a cosmetologist, hairdresser, um, you go to school, what's your goal after that? Do you want to own your own business? Then that's something you would put down on a piece of paper. You want to own your own business and write that down on that vision board. So make a picture of you possibly being an owner of that particular situation. So that is important to do. We only got a few minutes left, folks, about five more minutes. So what I'd like you to do today is think about some of the things I've spoken about. 
Um, like I said, if you have a specific vision in mind of where you want to go in your life, if you haven't written down your goals today, before this broadcast, you've never written your goals before in your life, try it now. Do me a favor. That'll be your homework. Please try it and let me know next week. Write it down, your goals that you have. Why do you want to write them down? Well, because like I said before, if you don't write them down, it's out of sight, out of mind. I've written my goals down. Some of them I've accomplished. Some of them I've not. I've written, I've written this goal down of creating a blog talk radio program. I've done it. I want you to do something that you've set yourself, yourself to do in your own mind. I want you to do that as well. And tell me how you feel about being able to accomplish that. Because once you accomplish one goal, oh, my God, it's infectious. It will continue and continue and continue. Once I've accomplished one goal, I want to do more now. So it becomes very much motivating. Once you've accomplished something, you feel good about yourself and you want to keep going. So I hope that you decide to look at your goals and say, you know what, if I were to lose 20 pounds or 30 pounds, how would, how would that make my life change? If I were to um, save money to buy something for someone, how would that make you feel if that's the goal you have? You know, whatever the goal is, how does it really impact your life? And if you start to do that, Oh, my God, you're going to really feel great about yourself because you have pushed yourself that much. Okay. Um, feel free to check me out, folks. I'm on a different platforms. I'm on Getting Healthy Today on Facebook. I post a lot of what I'm doing on there. Um, before we leave, I'm going to tell you about another a post that I did that may be helpful to all of you. I'm on Instagram, Twitter. You can reach me um, on the email, bruiz at comcast.net. I also have a YouTube channel where you can see some of my videos that I've posted. Um, but the last thing I want to leave you with is overcoming self-negative, I'm sorry, overcoming negative self-talk. Um, I took this from a book that I recommend to check out. Anybody that suffers from anxiety or phobias, there's an excellent workbook. Unfortunately, I can't remember the, um, off the top of my head the uh, name of the doctor. But the, uh, the book is the Anxiety and Phobia Workbook. And, th- and what I'm about to tell you comes from that. And there's four traits that you have to think about when it comes to negative self-talk. One of them is the warrior, which promotes anxiety. Number two, the critic, okay, who promotes uh, low self-esteem. The victim, which promotes depression. And number four, the perfectionist, which promotes um, Problems with uh, stress and, um, I'm sorry, sorry, I can't think of the other one now. Oh, burnout, excuse me. So check that out. Check that out. Check my post today about this. I discussed this. Okay, folks, I only got 60 seconds, so hey, I hope you had a great time today. I hope everything that I've spoken today has given you some value. Chat with me there. Maybe I can help you with some of your um, aspirations to do well and, and accomplish your goals. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. And I hope everybody has a blessed and safe one. All right? Take care. Have a nice day.